podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So it's uh, all play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello, Aston Villa fans, and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate podcast for Aston Villa for Nottingham Forest 2. What an absolutely fantastic uh, set of results the Villa have just had here because uh, Manchester United have just been beaten 2-1 by Fulham as well. That's why I was late. Uh, I wanted to watch the end of it to make sure because it was nine minutes of added time. And Alex Awobi never doubted him. Pings went into the bottom corner. So absolutely excellent day of results for Aston Villa so far. And... Uh, a really, really good entertaining game of football as well at Villa Park that I'm, I'm sure we're going to talk about, Paddy. I wouldn't say entertaining, no. It's got to the stage where my fucking heart can't take any more of this. <laughs> Having been coasting at 3-0, going into halftime to concede so late and then start a bit shaky in the second half, just frightening the life out of me. But look, it's a time, it's a sign of a good sign, as they always say, that, that can have a little wobble like that and still come out on top and go and, and finish them off. So very, very happy with the results today. I, I said before the game, I would have taken a 4-3 or a 3-2. So 4-2 is one better. And uh, yeah, happy days. Absolutely happy days. And you, obviously the United result has made things a whole lot better. And we've overturned at least one of those defeats that we, we've uh We've given up to them in in the in the last month. So happy days. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Draw uh, uh, for a while. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. Um, I wasn't as panicked when we got to three two. I wasn't because um, for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't. Like their goal just before half time was. I thought it was a, a really, like it was a well worked goal. It's something that Villa get caught with uh, a bit. The player that just peels off to the back post. Um, and I, I just wonder, I, I presume that, uh, that they do some work on that, obviously, but uh, it's something we've seen before. And then their goal after halftime was uh, two, two centre-halves getting to know each other, essentially, inside there. And that's something that we'll talk about in a moment as well. But let's not focus on their goals, I suppose. Let's focus on our goals. I'm, I'm going to go on record and say that Leon Bailey's pass for the first goal was nothing short of absolutely exquisite. How he fits that into that area. Like, he had one corridor that he could put that ball into, and he put it exactly where he needed to be for the simplest goal that Ollie Watkins would score all year. Talk to me about that first goal, Paddy. Well, I, I, I did send you a text straight after when you, you messaged me about the pass, and I said, how good is it that we now have this player willing to make that pass instead of trying mm. to hit a fucking shot from an angle which he's no right to score from? And we can only just look at the man that's that's teaching him how to do things the right way because we're looking at a completely different player and an absolute Unai Emery masterclass mm. in teaching him unselfish behaviour and, and getting that ball through that channel absolutely incredible pass to, to pick out Ollie Watkins in there and uh, yeah goal number 19 for Ollie Watkins but yeah the goal is all on Leon Bailey 100% on, well let's not forget a majestic pass that was played through to him by Jumping as well yeah McGinn's pass was absolutely fantastic. Um, the second goal, Paddy. What was the second goal? <laughs> so Douglas Louise, uh, Jacob Jacob Ramsey's cut back to Douglas Louise. Brilliant. 
Um, brilliant. Another brilliant goal. Unbelievably good team goal. And Jacob Ramsey was somebody I was really impressed with today. But talk me through that and tell me what your feelings were in that goal. Yeah, once again, we looked at Matty Cash not trying to force it, Jacob Ramsey not trying to force it, and just looking for that out ball to, to, find, to find someone in a position to, to get a proper shot away. And sure enough, there were there was Douglas Louise there to, to tuck it away and a nice, nice, nice finish into the bottom corner. Um, and we just before that we had one just cleared off the line, hadn't we? Mm. Was that before the first goal, maybe? Yeah. So like we we could have been heading into we could have been heading into by that stage we could have been three or four up. And uh, yeah, great, great finish. But then again, it's the unselfishness which is really getting me um, today, and and just not trying to force these things. And just just playing to the system, and and we're getting there, and we've got we scored four goals, albeit we'll get to the we'll get to the two goals we conceded, but and and it did get shaky. Um, I'm struggling to remember the third goal, which was third uh, goal was Douglas Louise's header. It was actually I'll talk about that one. It was um, I think the ball was crossed into the box, and then it was recycled back out, and uh, and a lovely cross comes in right into the middle of the goals, and uh, there was probably about three Aston Villa players there that could have headed it in, but it landed on Douglas Louise's head. Really yeah. good header from him. Something he's not really known for is his heading ability, but stuck it in the back of the net, and and after 30 minutes or, or so, he was on a. He was on a hat trick, yeah, you know. And just 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 to address this, the no look pass from JJ. Yeah. Yes, it was a no look pass, but I think the system is telling him that's exactly where someone needs to be when the ball's in that situation. So you put the ball into that corridor, and it's up to whoever's behind you. And how many times do we see Tielemans rock into that situation today to just be that man on the edge of the box? And it just happened to be Douglas Louise in there. But absolutely a no look pass, but he knew exactly where someone was going to be. Mm. Yeah, and it's as I said, that that's not new because Emery has done that before, and it's specifically with Jacob Ramsey has played the ball back to the centre or to the penalty spot, and it's somebody's job to be getting into there to that spot. So once again, that kind of what we played at the start of the season, that W kind of attacking formation where you know the players are going to be at, at certain spacings in certain areas of the field. So if you get caught, you can just pass it into that area and see what happens specifically in and around the box, and 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 it works. It really does. It's very difficult to defend when you're passing into. Space like that in the box because if a defender comes comes thundering out there to try and get to that clips Douglas Louise it's a penalty you know so defenders are going to come halfway for those and it's you're always going to get a shooting chance if you're uh, if it's a 50-50 ball in that, excuse me in that instance there so really really liked uh, that that first goal the fourth goal Paddy was um, lovely ball through to Ollie Watkins Ollie Watkins tries to lift it up over the over the keeper clips the keeper and then rolls to Leon Bailey right in front of the goals. Don't think there's really much to to, to dissect from that, I suppose. But that really was the settler, I, I think, more so than anything else, Paddy. Yeah, well, I think I think at that stage, they, we had kind of got back into boss in the game. They, they did come back us for, for a little bit after that went in, but I think it was the settler. I, th- I think at that stage, I, I was able to relax in this seat instead of sitting on the edge of it, gnawing my knuckles at that stage. I'd, I'd gone past the nails and everything. Um, down to the knuckles, but uh, it was just it was just one one of those ones where you just needed something to finish it off, and that was it, hundred percent. Mm. And we forgot as well. We did we neglected to mention, or I meant to mention, should I say, with those cutback passes to the penalty area or to the to the penalty spot, Yuri Tielemans hits the post as well, and um, with another lovely uh, lovely move the way that I think it was Moreno. Coming in from the left hand side, plays it out kind of the edge of the area, that penalty spot area, and uh, he has a crack from there and hits the mm-hmm. hits the post and and and. He was, he was unlucky. He, he probably he probably should have done better with the chance. Um, I hope everybody listened to uh, 
Lee Hendry talking about how good a game he had because I thought he was excellent today. Not not mm. not so much in on the ball, but off the ball and dragging players here, there, and everywhere. I think he just did his job magnificently did today and ran himself into the ground, albeit not at a not, not at a hectic pace, but he did run himself into the ground. And mm. uh, he, he was he was at the centre of things. Uh, if he if he wasn't picking up the ball, he was, he was dragging players left, right, and centre and creating space in that midfield, which was great. Yeah, yeah, and and look, four uh, two for Aston Villa or, or four four two win is absolutely brilliant, you know, and it keeps us going where we want to go. As I say, we have the points in hand on these teams. We keep winning; they can't catch us. It's that simple, you know. We're now five points ahead of ahead of Spurs, albeit they have a game to play, and we're we're back to eight points ahead of Manchester United again, and um, having played the same <coughs> number of games. And they have City next, and we've Luton next. So, albeit Luton are in good run of form at the moment, they're putting it up to to a lot of teams while not getting the results currently. Aston Villa have to go there and be professional and do the job there. And Manchester United, then we, we would, you know, Manchester United lose to City once again. Having the points on the board is what we're looking for. That's what we're looking for. And today's today's result in Old Trafford, a game, <laughs> as I mentioned in the pre in the preview show or in the team sheet tantrum that I was actually supposed to be at. I was supposed to be in Old Trafford today <laughs> at this game. Um, I can tell you for one thing, damn that one thing would be damn sure I probably would never be on the podcast again because I would have been lynched uh, coming out of that place. You, the you may not have survived minutes. that trip, but it's <laughs> I certainly wouldn't have. No, no, the ninety because there's no way I wouldn't have been able to absolutely erupt with laughter. Um, but uh, I do wish my cousin uh, Ricky all the best at his stake in Manchester uh, <laughs> while we're here, just in case, uh, just in case he's not too hammered to listen to this later on um, at some stage. Um, I hope he's a Man United Penny, fan, is he? He's a United fan, yeah, yeah. He's a United fan, and there were all. It was a group of United fans, so I would have been definitely the outlier going over it. Um, what was I going to say, Paddy? Uh, elephant in the room time, uh, and Patrick Hopkinson. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Uh, oh, sorry, no, yeah, we'll get to your one in a moment, Patrick Hopkinson about Dina, but elephant in the room time. Paul Torres, Paddy, you initially texted me and said, "I hope he doesn't regret resting." Paul. I thought I don't think it was a rest based on what we can see online, but it'll be interesting to hear what he says in, in the presser. Well, what what could you see online? Because when I'm watching my laptop and I'm and I'm a few minutes behind, I try and turn off Twitter <laughs> yeah. in case I miss something. Now, don't get me wrong. Today, I had I I was totally bamboozled by the fact that they had the Man United score up in the top corner, and I spent a whole bloody 45 minutes of the second half watching it to see was it going to change mm. and it did change and, and I celebrated twice and banged my head off the sofa once but uh, yeah it is it is the one black mark I suppose on what I won't say a perfect day but a really really good day because we've gone and won the game and Man United haven't and it, and it just it just helps our fight towards the end of the season but I hope and I hope the fact that we've seen him sitting on the bench just wrapped in his coat as normal would, would mean that Pell Torres is okay. Um, nothing to base it on. I just felt at 3-1, he felt maybe maybe, maybe Pell Torres could do with a break and, and we'll do it. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe you've seen something that I didn't see or, or yeah, somebody but, who, who knows stuff. But that, that's, just, just, that's just the way I looked at it. No, it wasn't anyone that was ITK or anything like that. It was just people saying that that it seemed to have been um, injury-related substitution, but I, I, I don't yeah. know. I suppose that's people probably went to it. Um, yeah, guys, that that's what I was thinking myself as well. Um, Torres, he was stretching his hammy in the corner. Maybe they took him off, uh, off as a precaution. I'm sure we're going to find out from Unai Emery when he does meet the press. 
and uh, we'll keep our ears and our, our ears to that and our eyes to Twitter to see if anything does come out in that. But Patrick Hopkinson also mentions, um, does anyone know what Emery was saying to Dini on the bench? That was a strange, a strange situation because Dini was laughing back at Emery and Emery was bawling him out of it for whatever reason. Now, I don't imagine there was anything too bad or what was going on there. I would imagine potentially it was just some sort of a misunderstanding where Dini was like, I don't know what you're asking me to do or something um, because he brings him on later on in the game. But did you see that? Did you? I made mention of no. that as well. You didn't see I didn't it. See it. I, mean, I didn't see it. I made, I made mental reference to that. I was like... That is a strange situation because Emery was going nuts at him, and he was just looking back at him, going, "And you couldn't, but you couldn't see Emery's face; it's just all expression in the shoulders and the head." And Luca Dean was just like, "Going, I don't know what you do. like." He was just like that. It was like <laughs> it was like somebody fired a fired a a, pa- a ball of paper at him, and he turned around and he was like, "Who did that? Which one of you did that?" And Luca Dean was like, "I don't know. It wasn't me at all." Like it was, it was really, really, really strange. And look, there can't be anything in it. He brings Luca Dean on, then. Um, you know, towards the end of the game as well. So, uh, but it was interesting because they did look. It looked like Lugarin was giving him. Uh, was given. Uh, was um, was acting the maggot at some stage, and Emery wasn't uh, wasn't taking it. Um, but yeah. Uh, also, Paddy, I got to see Morgan Rogers, albeit for like a minute. <laughs> and, and you nearly half. saw you nearly saw Morgan Rogers' goal as it, I know. as it transpired. That's the, I actually I didn't Paddy because I had turned over to Fulham and Man United at that stage. Um but <laughs> so Morgan Rogers, yeah, and but uh, Morgan Rogers has come on twice and or he's come against Sheffield United very nearly scored as well. Um, you know, and he's what like nine probably twenty one minutes or something like that played for Villa. Even, he's had even, two really, really even, good chances. Yeah. And it wasn't, yeah. uh, it was a half chance more than anything else today, but uh, plenty of bodies in front from there. So, uh, fingers crossed, it was uh, it, 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 his goal is not far away and uh, he'll get a better opportunity than he did with those two. Yeah. Um, Anna Grady said, yeah, Anna Grady says a reporter said at the game said it was all a bit of fun and they had asked about it later. Yeah. So, there isn't much, I presume that's with regards to the, to the Dina thing. Um, yeah. Fair play well, he did bring he did bring um, him on, as you say. Yeah, you know, it, it was it, it, from what you're describing. It would suggest a, a manager turning to a player and going, "Don't you fucking do that when you get on the pitch." Dick <laughs> uh, Blanco says maybe Dino was taking the piss out of the left back, bashing it out of play unnecessarily, and Emery was like, "I've seen you." <laughs> 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 yeah, that's that. Maybe it could be. Maybe it could be. Um, also in defence, and sorry, I'm moving from point to point very quickly here because I do have a hard stop at, at 25 past here. I, I, I got to run. Um, but uh, Callum Chambers, Paddy, comes in. Um, you know, uh, uh, what? One foot and four toes and the other foot out the door uh, in January yeah. and uh, called upon today, comes in. I thought he was, albeit I... I, it's it's hard to 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 pan to pin the, the the second goal on anyone for sure, and I'm certainly not pinning it on the two centre halves. But I did think they were they were slow to move in unison, both of them. But uh, apart from that, I thought he was absolutely rock solid. He was grand. No, I think he did absolutely. I think he did absolutely fine. He didn't have a whole pile to do, and um, there was one very important interception header that he made near the end to divert the ball away from the goal, which Emmy Martinez ultimately saved from going out for a corner. But other other than that, he was absolutely fine. Um, if we're going to need him next week, it was important. He got those 45 minutes under his belt. And uh, yeah, we're gone very thin now at centre-half and, and it is a concern. And hopefully it was just a twinge. If, if, if they're saying it's a hamstring injury, 
It was just a twinge that they're a little bit worried about. They get a scan on it tomorrow, have a look, and get him back in training next week because we need him. He's incredible. He's absolutely yeah. incredible. As I said to you during the week, my one one short with no number on it is getting number 14 as soon as I get over to Villa Park. He's really good, isn't he? And as Tom says here, Ezri Kanza, Ezri Kanza, yeah. So, like, uh, he's he's back training, obviously, but not ready yet, I think is the case. He's progressing well, as Mr. would say. Um, or has said, should I say, uh, from that point of view. Thanks to Joe <coughs> Topsy for becoming a member on YouTube. Really, really appreciate that, Joe. Um, Cheers, Joe. Really appreciate it. Um, I'm trying to think, Paddy, as well. Like, am I at risk now of getting the full full Paddy Kelly treatment if I say I didn't think the ref was half bad today? Uh, I just, you were. I, you were, because I, th I thought he was exceptionally poor in the first 20 minutes. I, th I, think, I think he was trying to be whistle happy, and he, he at one stage, Jacob Ramsey went in shoulder to shoulder, and he, and he, he gave the free kick against them, which is mind-boggling. I think at this stage... There's far too much pressure on them, and they actually have forgotten what what frees are and what aren't. Um, your man had Ollie Watkins in a headlock at one stage, and yeah. he was already on the yellow card. Didn't even give the free kick. He got him in a headlock and put his knee into the back, and he was standing no more than five five uh, uh, yards away from from the incident. The one thing I will say, he was poor for both teams, and. That's probably you know, that's why I thought he was like that's what like yeah. I can't really point but to he, anything any any decision he made that would have changed the game, but I no, could imagine no, a player or two being frustrated. Yeah, and and that's all it was. It was he wasn't as bad as the guy last week for sure. He, he was a bit he was a bit he had a bit more about him um, and not afraid to make a decision. But I thought he was poor for both teams. It was a couple of questionable decisions on both sides. But uh, yeah, it, it made made little or no difference to the game. I was annoyed early on. But uh, happy enough, happy enough that we we got the result, and we don't have to talk about him now. Yeah, exactly. And look, the result is really what matters, and the, the table is really what matters at the moment. Because as uh, Aston Villa in fourth place, five points clear of of Spurs, and eight points clear of Manchester United, and um, which is an absolutely brilliant position to be, you know. Um, and as you said, Paddy, that's a great way of thinking about it now that you say it. It's actually a fantastic way of thinking about it. And I think this should be our kind of motto. We have gotten one of those games that we felt we should have won against Manchester United or at least gotten a point out of against Manchester United. We've gotten one of those games back. Now it's up to us to get another one back against Luton and see how they um how they progress if they yeah. if they get on or how they get on against City, should I say, because it's it's all about like it's all about position now at the moment, holding your position. And the best way to do that is winning and putting pressure on the teams below us. Um so it's uh yeah, it's all to be it's all to be to to be seen now. And I'm really excuse me, I'm really excited after this game. I'm really, really excited yeah. uh for the game against Luton. I'm really excited for this for the the two ties against Ajax as well. Yeah, uh, which will be upcoming, Paddy. We haven't spoken about it. Yeah, Are you happy with that draw? Um, this might take a minute or two, but so bear with me. I am happy with the draw, and I'm probably happier than most people are. And the reason, while this is really long-winded, I'll try and cut it short, is the more big clubs we can get out of the competition early on, the better chance is there's more tickets for fans. Should we get to the final? So I'm all for these big clubs being beaten and us going and playing a smaller club later on in the competition. And if, if please, Paul McGrath, we get to the final, 
with there's there's less competition for tickets and that that's my motivation for getting the likes of the 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 Ajaxes and Dynamos and Grebs and big clubs like that that may take big support get them out of the competition so are you are you daring to dream of uh, Aston Villa versus versus Maccabee Tel Aviv where we come up against Robbie Keane in the other dugout and, Robbie Keane versus and no, and no fans no way fans and no, <laughs> and no way fans that's it that would be the <laughs> Best of all worlds, I think that will be. But uh, yeah, look, as, as you well know, I have my hotel and my flights booked for Athens, and I'm going regardless of whether we get there. Uh, it's a place I always wanted to visit, so I have tied in a family holiday with with the fact that Villa might be in the, in the Conference League final that week. So um, fingers crossed, I get to uh, I get to. Do everything I wanted to do <laughs> while I'm in Athens, which includes watching Villa play in the Conference League final. But uh, mm. I dare to dream, you know what I'm like. I always wear my heart in my sleeve and do stupid things like that. But it, it was just something that needed to be done, so I've done it and I've done it relatively cheaply. So I'm looking forward to my holiday in Athens. I'm still considering. Uh, I'm still considering put my two kids up for adoption so I can go as well. Um, but uh, <laughs> more to come on that. More to come on that. Thank you so much to add for becoming a YouTube member. And uh, Jesus, Paul, thank you so much. Paul has gifted 10 subs, sub, subscriptions, 10 memberships for the Love of Pomegranate podcast. Thank you so much for that, Paul. No, really appreciate you know what that. that means? What does uh, that mean? So they will go to, like, they get given out automatically then to people by YouTube to regular listeners of the podcast. Um, oh, well, okay. Yeah. So, so that's what that is. Fair play to you, Paul. Um, which is, which is, Absolutely yeah, fair play. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. 500, 550 people in here. Please hit the like button for us today. We'd like. really appreciate it. Really, really would. There's another one here as well. Pa Paul's coming up with all the goods today. He's telling us that Kieran O'Callaghan <laughs> tried to buy something with his driver's license today. There we go. Like, that's that's. <laughs> We've all done it. We've all done it. Uh, Usually you're burying him when you're full of sauce. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Exactly. But, um, uh, oh, it is 25 past. Yes, Dan H says, 25 past, Neil, you better get going. And that is my cue to go. Thanks so much, everybody, for joining us. A really, really great win for Aston Villa today. A great set of results in other games as well. Let's keep an eye on results as well as as our own um, our own performances as we go through. Four goals is a nice haul. Nice uptick in the in the goal uh the goal difference as well between ourselves manchester united and ourselves and spurs so uh really really positive day nothing really to give out about at all long may these days continue and as uh as we always say we will be we need to hold this position and see what comes um in the coming weeks but i'm really excited for the final what is it 12 games now paddy uh of the season because it's a real tight run in and uh it we're it, like if we keep holding our nerve like we're doing at the moment you know, be absolutely delighted. Be absolutely yeah. de delighted. Um, yeah, so thanks very much, everybody, uh, for joining us. Really, really appreciate it. We will be back later on in the uh, early on next week uh, with more content. I don't know what we're going to do, but I, I had an idea for another podcast that just slipped my mind at the moment. But keep an eye out for that. And thank you so much. In the meantime, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy, and all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Podcast Network.